And welcome to the Daily Dose, part of the Afro Juju podcast. I'm your no BS entrepreneur, host of this show, podcaster, and mentor. Today's show, I'm talk about do you need or should you need or use a sales script when selling a high ticket product or service? Let's roll into the show. The Daily Dose is your daily insight into the world of entrepreneurship, where I share my very best secrets to help educate you on building a six-figure business. Each day, I share secrets on entrepreneurship, business, and marketing. So strap yourself in for your Daily Dose from your no-bs entrepreneur, Afro Duritu. For me, I've been in sales since I was a wee little boy. So imagine a 15-year-old version of me, a little bit more hair, school uniform, braces, and I walk into a store called Clark's. Uh, one of my friends, Sam, had already got a job there a few weeks ago. And they said, they're still hiring. So I was like, ooh, I could do with a part-time job. So they put a good word in for me. And then I met a lady called Jackie, who was assistant manager. And she sat me down, asked some questions, like, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? The kind of classic questions. And to be fair, at 15 years old, you're not going to know many answers. And Google wasn't really a thing then. It was Ash Jeeves, I think it was <laughs> the main search engine. So I didn't really do much research, but she knew I was 15. I think she was very kind to me. And she told Sam that I had the job, but I had to pretend on the phone I didn't. So I was like, hi. Um, I had to pretend nervous, but excited. Yeah, great, thanks for the opportunity. And then I started working, and that was 2000. April the 1st was my first day. 2000? 2000? Yeah. No. Yes, 2000. I can't believe it. Oh God, that's so many years ago now, isn't it? 20 years. So 20 years ago, I started my first sales job. And one of the key things I learned in this sales job was all around attracting the client, all around speaking to clients, all around speaking to people wanting shoes, that communication and building relationships, that rapport building piece. I learned so much in that job role. And one of the key things they, they taught you, as soon as someone enters the store in the first you know, minute or two, you had to say hello or a nod or a wave or something, some way of greeting them to acknowledge that you know they're there. That was it, nice and simple. And then when they look like they're ready to buy or ready to try something on, then you approach them and you ask certain questions as well. And that do that again and again and again, like every Saturday for X amount of years. Then I worked there part-time, then full-time, then became eventually climbed as assistant manager. All that process, all that time, I had so much training they gave you, how to communicate to clients, how to upsell. So you don't just bring one pair of shoes, you bring other ones that are similar. You upsell handbags, you upsell shoe care. There's so much, so much upselling in that process. And now looking back, that was one of almost the best education I had in terms of selling. So I was getting paid to learn. And I learned so much in that role. And now that brings me to like fast forward, if you like, to when I first started as an entrepreneur in 2016. And the first things we started to sell were subscription models, straight off the bat, group personal training, because it was more of a scalable model. Now our price point was anything between 67 to 127 pound per month. So it was a nice big price range there. And if you had 80 clients, 100, that's a significant amount of money. That's a six-figure business. So me and my wife built that over time. Um, but the key thing now is, now I've moved and shifted, as everyone has in 2020, pivoted into a new space. I've still got the, sk- the skills to sell, but now it's selling at a different level. So now we've got to consider different things. So if I'm approaching someone with a thousand pound product, 2,000, 8,000, 10,000, Anything essentially over a thousand, probably even more like fifteen hundred, you need to really consider how you sell. Now, I you can't do that off a website. That you can do anything a hundred less off a website, like a ClickFunnels website or landing page, and you sell. Maybe you sell a, a digital product for twenty-seven pound, then you sell something else after. And I've covered this before, but 
you upsell on two of the pages. That's all that funnel strategy and sales funnels. So you can make money doing it that way. But when it comes to high ticket or more premium clients, you can't do it the same way. No one's going to put their car details in for a thousand, two thousand pound offer without speaking to somebody. Would you buy a house without viewing it? Would you buy a car without at least checking it out and do some research? No, because these are bigger investments and bigger chunks of money. So the sales process is totally different. So you've got to re-educate yourself. So if you're looking to sell premium, higher ticket offers, you think, right, what do I need to do differently? Some fundamental things you just don't know at the moment. And one of the best ways to do it is using a sales script. Now, the reason why I talk about sales scripts is because it breeds consistency. One of the worst things, if you're ever in sales, or ever been in sales or seen salespeople, you can have great days and you're flying high and you're selling all kinds of things. And you have low days, the same as when I was in the fitness space or in the shoe space, if you like, and when I worked in Debenhams, you'd, you'd sell X amount of accounts. You'd be like, yes, I'm on fire today. And in days you'd go with nothing because you like, oh God, you feel the pressure a little bit. So you have this ebbing and flowing. And what a sales script allows you to do is build that consistency. And that works really well. So it doesn't run on emotions and feelings. It's structured out. And the questions are there to ask questions that really talk to the prospect's pain points. So you understand their problem bigger than they do. So really talk about their pains. Then it talks about where they want to be. And your solution, product or service, fills that gap. And that's the most important thing. If the gap is not wide enough, they're not going to buy from you. If the gap is too narrow, like it's a simple problem to solve, they'll just go elsewhere or go and compare you to someone else. So you're going to make that gap really wide. So certain questions and structures and orders and how you do that. Now, this is a genuine skill. So you can't require it just by reading questions. And at first, it might feel wooden, like uh, and question number one is, and it might be feel that way when you first get into maybe scripts, but it should become part of you. And a great line by a code called Robbie Summers was you kind of ad- adapt the script, adopt the script, then adapt it. So you adopt it as yours, then you adapt it to suit you. So it's 90% script. And 10% is you, you, the way you weave questions in there. Because, for example, if you've got four questions on your script, there's going to be follow-up questions thereafter. Because you don't know where the conversation is going to go to talk about people's pain points, but you know the answers you want. If someone's talking about pain points and they go, yeah, I just want to make more money, that is not really a pain point. It's not painful enough yet. So why do you want to make more money? And there's a thing called, I think, six or seven whys. We keep asking that why, why, why. But you might not ask it in a wide way. You might say what and how and other questioning tools. But you ultimately want to get to the real reason why. Because the first answer is never going to be the real reason. So get down deep down into the pain of why this person needs help. Okay, so these are very important questions. Now, the certain pros and cons of a sales script. The advantages are it's scalable. Because you can teach someone else this skill set. Now, it has to be the right kind of person to teach them. But you can teach a sales team. You can educate the sales team using a script. That's one of the massive advantages. Disadvantages. Is it might be a steep learning curve and you might not be used to, used to or comfortable with a script of some kind. So it might feel a bit wooden to begin with. But like anything in life, when you first start something, remember the first time you rode a bike or driven a car, how terrible was it when you first drove a car? Your hands were all over the place, which gear, all kinds of noise out the car, you know, maneuver, signal, whatever it was again. <laughs> all those things would have threw you off. And you might have, you know, hit a curb or you didn't stop at a light. There's all kinds of craziness when you first start to drive a car. You stall about 10 times, especially in roundabouts. So all these things need to be considered. 
But overall, I would give a massive thumbs up to having a sales script. That's what I use day in, day out. It massively helps to breed consistency. As I said, you follow the script and purpose and then it delivers a result. So right now, if you're in business now and you're looking to do high ticket sales or more premium or want to engage with more premium clients, you're going to have to pick up the phone and a script is the best way to do that. Now, going back, I was never comfortable on the phone about two years ago, I'd say. I only recently in the last few years got more comfortable. And I, I look back now, one of the reasons why, if you remember back in, the, back in the 90s, you would have a certain thing, 90s and noughties. You didn't have mobile phones easily accessible back then. You had to pick up the actual landline phone. And if you rang a girl up, for example, and their dad picked up, you'd be nervous as hell, wouldn't you? And I remember that being at 15, 16 years old, I had a number and I'd write questions beforehand what to ask. I didn't want to sound nervous or sound like an idiot. And I'd like go for the question one, question two. And it, and it felt, I would, must have been so nervous. And ever since then, even now I'm getting feelings of like, ooh, brings back memories. Uh, and it was very hard for me to do that. And then ever since then, it's been like, I don't really answer the phone. I'll speak to you face to face. I will communicate via text message, but picking up the phone was one of the last things to kind of embrace. And now using lots of Zooms and Skypes and having a podcast show and all those things have now gone, you know what? It's easy. I'll answer the phone to anyone. I'll talk to anyone. I'm not bothered anymore. But that's a skill set I had to learn and develop. So if you're worried about sales calls and the phone, that's one of the first things you've got to face. If you really want to have more income in your business, more impact, start to live the life you want to live because the margins are so much better when it's a premium product. And you have to deliver that product clearly. You can't sell something for two grand and not deliver. And that's the massive point to make. So I hope you enjoyed today's daily dose and found it useful. If you did, let me know. Send me a message, A-F-R-O-N-D-I-R-I-T-U on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And like I always say at the end of every single daily dose, you know what I'm going to say. Take control of your life before life takes control of you. Woo! Thank you for listening to today's Daily Dose. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider giving a five-star review. We need to stop the car, stop walking the dog, stop eating breakfast, and scroll down on iTunes right to the bottom and just write a five-star review. I'd really appreciate your feedback on today's episode. And I'll catch you guys in tomorrow morning's Daily Dose. Right, go write the review, man. You know it makes sense.